Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, everyone. This is Pras, and I have been given the very difficult task of hosting this because Andy is still in Europe and his European adventures continue. Uh, but I will let Andy introduce the stream as as usual. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of the Burning Question series. Um, today we might have, you know, a little bit of technical difficulties, hopefully not too many. Uh, but I, yes, I'm still in Europe. I'm in Cologne, Germany right now, obviously in a hotel room. But good to see you, Pras. How are you doing, my friend? I'm very well and good to finally see you over the weekend. So we can't not start this stream without talking about the weekend events and uh, and, and sort of how, how it went. So... You take it away. How was how was your weekend in general? And then obviously we can talk about the the sky stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, um, like a like a fairy tale, right? I think uh, I think Saturday was probably one of the you know probably the greatest Saturdays I've had in a long time. <laughs> um, everything was just surreal, and, and it all just kind of came together, if you know what I mean. Um, so for those that may not be aware, we were on Sky Sports on Saturday morning talking about FPL. Um, and then, you know, we'll talk more about it. And then I went to the Spurs game where uh, I knew it was like Sun's 100th goal, but uh, I wasn't really thinking too much about it. Um, and then that whole game was a blur. I was with Baker and FPL TT as well, uh, two really good guys in the community. And then at night, obviously, we had a small gathering of some FPL friends, um and you know it, it was a fantastic time as well so uh yeah I, I really enjoyed the saturday i think um just going to london for me as well was super amazing uh made me want to reconsider my future and i definitely want to come live in london at some point some point in time so uh, the biggest thing was like for me i just uh felt a sense of family if you know what i mean for us um because you know, this is a country I came to the, for the first time since 2006, um, and I don't really know anyone, right? I, I I might have a couple friends from the past that might live in London, but I don't really know many people in London. Uh, but to, you know, feel like you and, and everybody else was like, almost like friends I've been meaning to see, um, even though we've only interacted on, on Twitter and stuff, 
uh, and and the warm embrace I've got. Uh, thank you, thank you to everybody in London. It, it, it was an amazing time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, FPL meets guys showed up. Uh, Nima obviously, share, you know, pulled through as usual. But uh, yeah. I think I think the element of an anybody in London and and by the way, meets is global, so these things happen all the time. It's so easy to strike a conversation with people that you have even not even interacted on Twitter. I mean, if you've interacted on Twitter, it becomes maybe even easier. But because there is a common thread running of an interest and passion for football and, and FPL, that it's just, you know, having gone to many of these meets, I can tell you that it's it's just very easy, very wel- welcoming. And it's not even about people sort of, you know, taking FPL advice or anything. In fact, we hardly talk FPL. But there is that thread that sort of joins you, um, that you're all fellow geeks and are waiting for the next deadline or who you captain next. So. It's great, yeah. And 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 coming to Spurs, so this was your Sp- first Spurs game, I, I take it, right? And I mean, you've watched Sun before, but it was the first Sun goal for Spurs that you've seen. Yeah, so, I, you know, living in Asia, you don't get an opportunity to go to European football matches. Yeah. I've been to, surprise, surprisingly, I've been to a couple La Liga games. I've been to a Champions League game, but I've never been to a Premier League game. Um, so I have a lot of bucket list Premier League games I, I do need to go to, you know, including Manchester uh, and so on and so forth. But um, I definitely knew at some point in time I needed to go see Sun in a Spurs jersey before, you know, wh- whatever happens in the future, right? Uh, but to be there for this game was super special. Um, and I didn't really think much about it, uh, but I, it seemed like a lot of the community was very happy for me to to be there to watch that goal. And um, and so that was a... It, it was not just the the goal, but the amount of people that were... Uh, happy for me to be there. That made it even more special. So thank you to you guys. Again, it was uh, Baker who organized it um, and TT who came along. And as you mentioned, rightly so, uh, Nima. Thank you, Nima, for for you know organizing that night event uh, with other uh, fellow managers, FPL fella, you know, Pricey, um, Plonker. I'm missing out on a couple names. Uh, uh, FPL Trophy was there, was there as well. Yeah. Yeah, and, and all about FPL as well, Surya. So, Trophy, uh, just Mo. an overall amazing day. Yeah, and that Spurs game, you know, cherry, cherry on top of the the ice, or yeah, yeah. cherry on top of the cake. And 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 the Sky Sports thing. I mean, look, uh, I mean, we, we we have said a lot on on Twitter already, and 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 it, there was so much love, right? I mean, when you and I were uh, when we just finished it. I mean, we could see the amount of notifications. People were just so happy to see people who they interact with, and 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 they, you know, basically, we're one of one of them. Uh, there's nothing special exactly. here. Uh, we we are geeks just like everybody else talking FPL, and and to make it from, you know, just talking FPL to going to the Sky Sports studio is so surreal, man. I mean, the the yeah. studios are amazing, and and we got to see sort of where Sky Sports News is presented. Got to see where. They do soccer Saturday, um, and you know it was, it was it was a great experience, and ultimately got to talk FPL. I think the I think the the show is pretty good for those that haven't checked it's it great. out. It's on ten thirty a.m. on Saturday, so basically thirty minutes before the deadline. And and you know, Flapjack made a made a comment that um, you know we were nervous about the deadline. I, I mean, I was this. I was exactly that. That by ten fifty, I was thinking, oh my god, that you know, there's going to be a news that's going to break out, a leak, and we won't know it because we're here standing uh, in the studio. But thankfully, there was nothing. No, we have a lot. We we have a lot to digest here, Pros, because um, yeah, guys. By the way, uh, so just to put into context, how I don't know about you, Pros, but I was incredibly nervous, like. 
going into it uh, the night before, you know, I struggled to sleep because I think the nerves were getting to me. Um, and then you go there and you realize this place is massive, right? It's like a, it's literally a university. It's a campus, in, yeah. It's a campus, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, we we were sort of kind of, didn't have much time to prepare. Um, I think we went and did a little bit of makeup and then we're thrown into the fire almost, right? Not not in a bad way, um, just like, um, you know, a little bit of like, hey, what this is what's going to happen and, and this is what the show's about. Um, and we went into it. Um, but when the, you know, like right now, even when we first started burning questions in front of a camera, it's nerve wracking in front of a live, you know, YouTube audience is nerve wracking. But when, when the camera's flashing at you and it's, it's bright lights, it's a, it's a totally different feeling. So, um, tell me about your experience, but for me personally, when it was three, two, one go, I sort of kind of, kind of went blank for a bit. And, um, it was only after like the second or third question, I sort of found a rhythm where I was like, okay, let's just be comfortable. And, and, um, you know, just, just try to like focus on what, what the questions are about, what Haley's asking and, yeah. and try to answer the best of my abilities. So that was sort of the experience I had. Um, how about yourself? It was Ross? similar. It was similar. I think the first couple of minutes was completely like an outer body like what are we doing here and you know, it, was, it was less about answering the question than am I standing correctly am I answering properly and like a lot of people made comments that you know you and I had hands in our pockets I didn't even realize it you I know, didn't it realize was, that yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously something we'll, we'll get better at uh, you know if we get a chance again to do it but uh, no I think I share everything that you said uh, but after after a few minutes it got comfortable because then we were talking about a topic that you know, we are comfortable talking about. And yeah. there was nothing overly complicated. It was to the mass audience. So it wasn't that we were talking about, you know, uh, probabilities of blank game weeks in seven game weeks from now. <laughs> uh, it was sim more simple questions. So, but I think it was a lot of fun. And uh, people that haven't checked it out, it was at 10.30 a.m. On, on Saturday. And they'll be doing a regular series, not with the both of us every time. It, it, they'll keep switching uh, guests. But uh, it's great for the FPL community to have people who they know and, and for others who will get involved uh, to do this on such a big platform. Yeah, I, I just wanted to give a shout out uh, Pras, um, for uh, Mark and, and Nick who brought us on board. Uh, really appreciate it, you guys. Uh, Nick's been a longtime watcher of uh, Burning Questions, which is kind of, you know, very honorable for us and, and surreal. So thank you, Nick and, and Mark. And um, do you want to tell uh, the viewers about what happened once we w once we were leaving the studio? Um, I think his name was Sam. I mean, um, it's a little embarrassing. I mean, people, I mean, a <laughs> couple of people sort of saw us on TV and and they said, you know, we 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 watched the show and when we saw you and uh, and another guy in the mall was like, I just saw you on Sky Sports News, but it's fine. I mean, I think that's fame getting to our head. We shouldn't sort of, you know, no, uh, no, no. I, but it was yeah. it was really awkward. Like it's never happened. So. Um, you know, definitely something that uh, was very odd to see people recognize us that they just saw us on TV. But uh, let's move <laughs> on. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're back. So if um, you didn't want to hear the intro, you have skipped the first 10 minutes. Obviously, we'll timestamp it. So mm -hmm. let's go to now the topic for today, which is basically talking about free hits, because a lot of people are debating between free hit 32 Free hit 34, even though some people had committed to free hit 32 with the Rashford injury update, 
uh, with Shaw potentially being uh, being out, people are thinking: Do we need to actually get Man United players, and or, or should we just hold on to our really well-performing Arsenal players? I mean, I know Saka got a couple of one-pointers, but in general, I think Arsenal are, are are doing well. So they're thinking maybe we just hold on to Arsenal, not go to Man United, and and continue on this path, and maybe free hit in 34 or 37. So we're going to do a deep dive, burning question style, on on each window. What you should think about if you're on free hit 32, if you're considering free hit 34, what you should think about, what is the path that you could take in either of these free hits. So let's go to our first slide. And this first slide is basically the fixture ticker if you were free hitting in 32. And by free hitting in 32, what you're essentially doing is um, you are ultimately saying that the teams that I want to mainly target that are at the top of the ticker are Liverpool, Man United, Brighton. And simple reason being that Man United and Brighton have two more doubles, while Brighton have three more doubles. And Liverpool have this very nice double in game week 34, which is both home games. And we've seen how Liverpool do at home now. So I guess what we'll do is, by the way, we'll talk about the fixture ticker. Then we'll, when we'll discuss a free hit team in game week 32. And the idea to discuss a free hit team in game week 32, and then we'll do it again for game week 34, is to basically for you to think about your team and how close you can get to that free hit team, whether that's 32 or 34, and that will sort of get your juices flowing on what is the better route for you to take depending on that free hit. You obviously won't have all the 11, but you can get as close to it as possible. So mm -hmm. the path that I'm looking here, if I'm on free hit 32, this is, by the way, the template. This is why we're starting with this. Most people that have wildcarded in 26, this is the plan. And a lot of people that bench boosted in game week 29, this is their path because in their bench boost, they committed because they sold their Arsenal players like I did. I sold all three of my Arsenal players for Man United players. And that sort of almost committed me to a game week 32 free hit. So selling Arsenal, potentially now going forward, selling Chelsea because Chelsea is third bottom in the fixture ticker. Hmm. Selling your Leicester. Leicester are fifth bottom in the fixture ticker if you're free hitting in game week 32. And potentially even selling Brentford because Brentford have, uh, you know, no no further double game weeks coming up and they've got difficult fixtures away to Liverpool, away to Spurs, away to Chelsea, if you can call a Chelsea fixture difficult, and home to Man City. So it's basically involves selling these four popular teams at the moment, which is Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester and Brentford. And you buy the obvious picks, which is Man United. Now, question mark, which player you buy from Man United if you haven't already? And you buy Man City. And we will come to Man City. So, before I move on, what are your thoughts in terms of free hit 32? Any other teams that we're thinking about here? No, I think, uh, well put. Um, I think most of us are on the path of a free hit 32. Um, obviously, we have loaded up assets in Manchester United. Um, we don't have Man City assets right now, but we're thinking about bringing Grealish right now, which is plus two in, in him and Holland. Um, obviously, I have Chelsea as well. So, I think Chelsea for me... Uh, was the sort of um, the main reason I needed to go to free hit 32. Uh, and then we have three Brighton assets that we would definitely want for game week 33. So it's the fixture surrounding game week 32 that makes uh, free hit 32 uh, worth it. I think one of the points you made earlier, Pras, about, um, you know, looking at your team, comparing it, comparing the free hit 32 template to a free hit 34 template and sort of seeing uh, how you can navigate it ultimately comes down to not only the quality of players you have, but for example, you might be able to forego a free hit 32 in order to free hit in 34 
And then maybe you could compare the amount of fixtures you can get um, from a free hit 32 versus a free hit 34, if you know what I mean. Even if it takes a minus eight or minus four in a, in a game week 32 to get to, you know, nine or 10 players, that might add up to six or seven or eight more fixtures in 34. So um, I think the best way to think about it, as you mentioned, is to really compare the free hits in 32 and 34 and see where you can end up with the current team that you have. Uh, absolutely. So let's go to that free hit 32 team. But before we do that, I just want to also highlight the issues if you go down this path. Mm-hmm. So the issues of this path is basically you're pretty much saying no to Arsenal until the end of the season. I mean, maybe you'll get to one or two in game week 37 or 38, but you're pretty much saying goodbye. And the reason for that being that this is the last week that when they have a fixture that you really want an Arsenal player for a while. And I'll tell you why. Because West Ham away is should be a lot of goals. West Ham looked really terrible in the last game uh, against Newcastle at home as well. And this is again going to be a similar situation where they're going to be at home, but they would have played on Thursday. So this game is on a Sunday. And Arsenal would have rested for the whole week waiting for this game to happen. So that's the fixture that if you have your Arsenal players, you should really profit. But after that, game week 33, well, assuming you're obviously free-hitting in game week 32, which is the Southampton at home game, then in game week 33, they play Man City away. Now, in that case, I don't think Arsenal assets are priority. Of course, they can do well. But I wouldn't, for example, have a defender. I mean, you saw what Man City have done tonight. Uh, to timestamp this, by the way, we're recording just after the Man City Champions League game against Bayern Munich. So, mm-hmm. 33 looks not a fixture you want. Now, 34 is home to Chelsea, but 34 is also the double game week. So, you will want, instead of, you know, your seven attackers will pretty much be maybe two Man City, two Man United, two Brighton. That's six. So... Yeah. Is there space for a... Who am I missing? Um... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Too bright and too management. Maybe you could get a fourth defender, for example, or, or or a second attacker. So maybe there's a space for one Arsenal attacker, but not a lot. So it's not like you can attack a Chelsea home game because there's other doublers. Game mm-hmm. week twenty, game week thirty-five, 
Arsenal are away to Newcastle. So that's a single game week, but then it's away to Newcastle. Again, do you really want to push on a lot of Arsenal assets? You could profit, but it's not the easiest. Game week 36 and 37 are again going to be doubles. So you will have uh, a double for 36, uh, triple Brighton, probably triple Newcastle. You'll keep your City. You'll maybe want to keep your Man United, who are Wolves at home. Mm-hmm. Maybe you keep Salah, who's Leicester away. So you can see where I'm going, that you know Arsenal attackers could be good, but there are other teams that could also be very good in 36. 37 again, double for Man United, double mm-hmm. for Man City, double for Brighton. So mm-hmm. it's only in game week 38, where Arsenal are home to Wolves, where you say, I have to have an Arsenal attacker. In other weeks, either you have a doubler with a good fixture, or you could you could have a single game weaker like in game week 36, where Man United is home to Wolves. So... That's the issue. You're going against Arsenal with logic, but there, there's a possibility you don't get any Arsenal. The other issue with Game Week 32 is you're locked into Man United players. And this issue is... Let's, let's talk about Arsenal just a yeah. second, pass, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, so obviously you've laid it out really well and we're well aware that they, they have single Game Week fixtures left. And the fact that you went through every single fixture um, shows that it's not looking great in terms of you know, who they play versus the doublers and, and, and the other teams. And as you mentioned, the real estate involved in the in the midfield. Um, what, what would be the counter argument to that? Is there a way for you to um, sort of argue for these Arsenal assets to be in the midfield, like excluding Jesus and, and uh, everyone up top? I, I think Jesus is, and Saka are the, or Martinelli, if you wanted to go there, there's, mm-hmm. there's always room for... This team. I mean, you saw how they were against Liverpool in the first 30 minutes. I mean, they were blowing them apart. Obviously, the tide shifted and then Liverpool took over. But Mm -hmm. this team is a good team. It's one of the best attacking teams in the league. Defensively, I worry. I wouldn't want an Arsenal defender going forward. But Mm -hmm. I think from an attacking perspective, they can can score a couple against Man City away and and Newcastle away. They can thrash Chelsea 4-0. So, I think there's no doubt that you're, you're taking a big risk against going against Arsenal but what I'm trying to say is maybe you could do that and if there's something somewhere where you wanted to take a risk I think this is this is a place that you could but for people who don't have a free hit who want to keep Arsenal I think there's nothing wrong with it at all yeah yeah Southampton 32 as well so yeah yeah so this is why free hit 32 you get three Arsenal which we'll come to but around that maybe it's not the priority but the second issue is getting stuck with Man United players what's going to happen is we're now, I can take my example, I think you have as well, Bruno and Shaw uh, mm-hmm. and, and Rashford. Now, you have a problem where Bruno, you don't know where he's playing because he's playing really, you know, he was he was basically a DM against, uh, who did he play? Everton. Mm-hmm. But he was very good. So that's a separate argument. But the point being now, if Casemiro and Eriksen are back, maybe he's pushed forward, maybe he's not. Maybe he's just so good that Eriksen plays that number 10 or Sabitzer plays and we're a little bit more cautious about starting him. So you're, little, you're now stuck with, with, with Bruno. Because you're in this strategy where you're free hitting in 32, you have to free hit, you're stuck with him. You're not, now not selling Bruno until game week 37 because you'll be enticed with the two doubles. Yeah. Let's say now Rashford's injury update. Now this, this evening, there's some updates that the injury is not as bad as feared, but we don't know what that is. Game week 34 is only three weeks away. So you might be almost forced into saying, okay, Rashford's almost back. But in game week 34, maybe he's not fully back. And you end up getting one game and that to a 60-minute sub because you are stuck with him. And you don't want to sell him because he has another double coming in game week 37. Similarly, Shaw. So there there is an issue here where if you're not on a free hit 32, 
you can start saying, I'm going to sell Rashford for Grealish, uh, or sorry, Rashford for Martinelli or Saka. And so that I don't need to free hit and give me 32. But people who have committed to a free hit are going to be hesitant. So that's basically my second issue. Do you want to say anything about Man United? No, I think I'm just watching out for the Rashford news. It seems like he's going to be back in time. So um, even if he's not back for this game week, we got the free hit next week. So um, I, I think we'll get to that our argument about him and, and Grealish and transferring him out. But the Shaw one, I think the injury news will be updated tomorrow from what I'm reading. Yeah, yeah. So we should we should get an update. But you know, my broader point is what I'm saying is you're you're sort of stuck with your Man United players, where others can be more nimble and get the right Man United players in game week 34. Let's say if Rashford is is still out uh, mm-hmm. or is looking, you know, you you can have a setback, and people who are free hitting in game week 34, you can get the right doublers, and that that right doubler could be Martial for one week or gotcha, gotcha, uh, or yeah, Anthony yeah. for one week, you know, which you don't want mm-hmm. longer term, and you just want to keep Rashford longer term, but only in 34 you can get that. So that's a disadvantage of, of 32. And then the last one is, I mean, Mo Salah is looking better than ever in terms of how he did against, uh, against Arsenal. I mean, in fact, he recorded the highest XG that he's ever recorded in a game. Mm-hmm. So it feels wrong not going for Salah against, um, you know, he's got two away games that are around game week 32. Obviously, people who are free hitting in 32 will get him for Nottingham Forest at home, most probably captain him. But then Mm -hmm. the two games he has around that are two away games, but it's Leeds and West Ham. So Leeds have got Furpo on the right-hand side. West Ham have got Cresswell. I think Salah is going to eat them alive. So, (laughs) you know, you know what I mean? Like, People who are free-hitting in 32, they will hesitate to sell Kane because he plays Bournemouth at home if that is the setup that you have. And so they, they may not have Salah in time because they will think, I'll get him in game week 32 anyway. So that's, I think, yeah. another another big con for free-hit 32 where people in free-hit yeah. 34 can just go for him now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's get to your free-hit team, which is basically a one that we've put together. This is... Typical burning question style, just as a guide, it's not going to be the team that we go with. In fact, there's a lot of time um, and you know more information to come to decide on this. But just reading it out for the listeners, I've got a Crystal Palace goalkeeper in goal, Johnston. I think he started the last one. A lot mm-hmm. of money in the bank because I've got Pope as the second keeper, just in case. I think this backline of Robertson, Trent and Trippier will, will be popular. Some may look to maybe not go Trippier because he's got Spurs, but I think Given Newcastle's form and given how good Trippier is and high-owned, I think that will be the back line to go to. And for Liverpool, I think Trent and Robertson work for this one week because it's just very hard to say who starts between... So Salah is nailed, but between Gakpo, Diaz, Darwin Nunes and Jota, that's two slots. And I haven't even counted Firmino, who's unlikely to start given his leaving. But two out of four, it's a one-week free hit. You might as well go for Trent and Robbo home to Nottingham Forest. So in midfield, this is going to be an interesting one. At the moment, I've got Salah, Saka, Martinelli, and then Madison and Olise. I mean, we'll see how Leicester react after Dean Smith's appointment. And then Olise is just a form pick at the moment. In attack, we've got Jesus, and he's paired with Solanke, who plays West Ham at home. I mean, that this last striker spot, spot is open. You could go for a Tony, who's first bench here. Um, you could go for Kane, Watkins if, if, even, even yeah. Watkins. So there's lots of options. But mm-hmm. essentially, people who are now not on a free hit, and that's the idea why we're showing this, people who are not on a free hit, your path basically involves getting keeping your Arsenal, 
so instead of three attackers, you could equally have one defender, two attackers. Let's say if you're sort of uh, building towards a game week 32 non-free hit, you'll definitely have a trip here. I think having a Kane is not the end of the world. If you've got Kane in your team away to Newcastle, it's not ideal, but Kane is Kane. He does well mm-hmm. in any fixture. Um, and then basically you build towards getting a second, you know, a Salah and another uh, Liverpool defender. You've mm-hmm. covered most of the bases, according to me. So it's not the end of the world if you can get to a team with about seven, eight of these players. Ulisse is not mandatory. Madison is not mandatory. If you have a Watkins mm-hmm. instead of a Solanke, like you said, I think it's fine. What do you think? It is, but I think most of us already uh, just have one Arsenal midfielder now at this point, you know? Yeah, but we've so... committed. You see, that's, mm-hmm. I, I'm talking more broadly for people who are sitting on two or three Arsenal, maybe who mm-hmm. haven't yet got Haaland. I mean, think about... Yeah. Whose example can I use? Uh, Flapjack. Um, you know, I, I've seen his team. He didn't... Oh, actually, he's gone for Haaland. There's other players who basically couldn't get to Haaland that easily. Mm-hmm. And they decided not to get Haaland. And they are, again, taking a punt that against Leicester, he doesn't get, you know, 90 minutes. Because he played mm-hmm. 90 minutes tonight. And so they're thinking, we'll just not get Haaland, keep Kane. And therefore, I have that one extra player if I'm not free-hitting in game week 32. Similarly, maybe instead of a Bruno, they went straight to Salah when they were upgrading Saka in game week 29. So now they don't have a Bruno Fernandes, so they don't need that Man United blanker. They already have a Salah. And so you see where I'm going, that they don't need, they're already better set up than maybe you and I who committed to a free hit 32. And therefore, it's a viable strategy that they don't have to free hit in game week 32. No, I totally agree. I think the basis that you need, the base coverage you need if you're not going to free hit in 32 is, you know, really focus on the on the Liverpool and the Arsenal fixture, Southampton and Nottingham Forest at home. Those are, you know, let's let's say high chance of returns for the players you bring in from from Liverpool and Arsenal. But the rest of the teams are sort of kind of fillers, if anything, and and. You know, you're hoping for a trippier or something against Tottenham, even though Tottenham not necessarily screaming, uh, you know, good form right now. The Crystal Palace, Everton one, you just never know with with the fixture like this, even though Crystal Palace is in form right now. Madison against Wolves, it's not really screaming. You could easily go the other way and have a Wolves asset in uh, against Leicester, for example. So, yeah, as long as you can get to a certain amount of, let's say, Liverpool and, and Arsenal assets, then... Uh, maybe it's a viable strategy. What, what would you think the minimum amount of players you need um, in order to cover a non-free hit 30, 32 would be? I would say 9, 9, 10. Mm-hmm. So, and if you got there with a with like a minus 4, minus 8? No, I don't think in a single game week, hits need to be avoided. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is, I think you could take a hit if you're not... We'll come to free hit 37 discussion. But I mean, now that you've asked the question, let's say you're deciding on free hit 37. Mm -hmm. Then I think a hit is viable or even two hits are viable for getting Liverpool players. Because Liverpool play Nottingham Forest at home. They will be in every free hit, three Liverpool. And you'll see Mm -hmm. in free hit 34, they will also be in that free hit because they have two home games again in game week 34. Mm -hmm. So if you're taking a hit to avoid a free hit in both those weeks, and let's or maybe you don't have a free hit, then I think it's pretty viable to take hits for them. But if you're taking a hit for putting the 11th player, that is Madison, who's basically going to be semi-useless, hope I don't know, maybe, maybe again, as I said, Dean Smith changes things. But from, from past three games, if he's not going to be as productive, then that's not worth the hit. So it'll be... And plus, you have to think about there's a lot of good strikers right now that may be okay 
to play, right? So you could have, instead of Madison, Olise and Solanke, you could have Tony and Watkins. Perfectly okay, fine. Yeah. So Perfectly. I don't think there's an issue at all. Instead of Jesus, you could have a Gabriel or a Zinchenko. Perfectly fine. Instead yeah. of um, a second uh, Liverpool defender, you could have a Botman. Not ideal because it's Nottingham Forest versus Spurs. Both home games, not the end of the world. So quality over quantity as ever. But I think there's a... If you cover the big bases, if you cover the captaincy, you've got Salah, Saka, Martinelli, or maybe Odegaard instead of Martinelli, double attack, basically, then I think you're, you're pretty much covered. So I wanted to make a case that it's not the end of the world if you don't free hit in 32, if your team is such. But in most people's cases, they've got three Brighton, they've got Haaland, they've got Rashford, they've got Shaw or Bruno Fernandes, that's six or seven players. What you don't want to do is start now changing your plans. You start selling Rashford and Shaw for other players or you start selling your Brighton players because you want all of them back, not just for 34. Maybe if you free hit in 34, you'll want them for 36 and 37 because Brighton have another double in 36. Man United have another double in 37. So mm-hmm. I think that's on that's on free hit 32. Let's go to now um, free hit 34. Okay. So same fixture ticker. But now we've removed game week 34. So there's some subtle differences now. If you're, if you're free hitting in game week 34, suddenly Crystal Palace become a good team to, to get. And you can see that there's a Roy Hodgson effect that the team is doing better. And I'm not suggesting you triple up. But basically this means that because you're not free hitting in game week 32, you get that Everton at home fixture. So Olise like, was on our free hit. You could target him because he plays Everton at home, Bournemouth at home, Forest at home, Fulham away, Wolves away, Southampton away. As good as it gets in terms of fixture ticker. So you could look at something like that. Liverpool, as I said, are again important. So getting Salah quickly will be important. And here, the subtle difference is Arsenal is now in the middle. So you can easily hold your Arsenal players. They don't have to be a sell because they get this very nice Southampton at home fixture. And you've removed the Chelsea at home fixture in game week 34. You probably don't need them. They're still Mm -hmm. harder games. But it's not as bad as if you were free hitting in game week 32. Mm -hmm. What else stands out to you? Mm. I guess Man City as well. Man City are now, if you're free hitting in 34, they're Mm. not a priority. So you don't need to be going for a Jack Grealish. Um, Maybe even you can avoid getting a Haaland. Now, I don't... Myself, my heart doesn't prescribe to going against Haaland. But if you're off the type that can survive a Leicester at home game uh, and instead captain a Kane or somebody else then I think, you know, you don't have to sort of jump on Man, Man City until game week 33 or even game week 34. Uh, sorry, game week 35 because you'd be free hitting in 34. So you, then you straight go to Man City when they play Leeds at home in game week 35. Then they play Everton, then they have a double and then they play Brentford. So you basically delay getting a triple up from Man City until game week 35 after your free hit in 34. Kane too, maybe um, you can keep him. You can keep him until game week 33. So, yes, that's that's mm. indeed an advantage. You don't... So, for example, this week, I think Kane, Kane at home to Bournemouth can match Man City at home to Leicester. I mean, ma- can match against Haaland is, is, is laughable for anybody, but it's still a good fixture <laughs> versus, let's say, 60 minutes for Haaland. And then in game week 33, when Haaland plays Arsenal, Spurs play Man United at home. So, I guess those are similar-ish. But, yeah, you can get to keep, keep Kane a little bit longer than others. Yeah. Yeah, I think the main difference is Arsenal um, and that Southampton fixture in 32. Hmm. Correct, correct. And, uh, well, this is for people who don't have 
Haaland, so you will buy in theory, or you don't have as many Man United players, so in theory you will have your more more of the Arsenal boys. Yeah. So, I guess the other issue is that in this scenario you might have to start selling some Brighton players because, mm-hmm. as you see in this fixture ticker, at the you know Brighton are third at the bottom uh, because you've incorporated the blank. So you could think about maybe selling. A, a Brighton defender. You could think about, um, you know, selling one of the midfielders for a, another Arsenal midfielder at the moment. So yeah. it gives you different priorities. But the issue is after immediately after your free hit, your priority will be to get Brighton back mm-hmm. because Brighton has the double in thirty six, double in thirty seven. So you will still want them pretty much after. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of it. Um, my other worry is game week thirty seven. If you're not full, if you don't have your three Man United, three Man City, three Brighton, then game week 37, you'll be slightly behind the free hit 32 curve because those guys have all of them and they've basically just taken them out in the in the free hit 32. And remember, free hit 32 is the, is the opposite of 37 because all the teams that blank in 32 are the teams that double in 37. Yeah. yeah. So that's one slight issue that even though, even though you can free hit in 34 you will possibly, possibly not be as well set up for Game Week 37. Fair? Yep. So let's look at now a free hit 34. Now, the beauty of the free hit 34 is obviously things change, right? It's not that you, we can make one today. You'll you'll sit in Game Week 34 a day before the deadline, listen to Pep's press conference and get the ideal three Man City, the ideal three Liverpool and the ideal three Man United and the ideal whatever Brighton. So... This is the team we've come up with, which is Edison in goal. Uh, you've got, again, Trenton Robertson in defence. You've got Luke Shaw, assuming he's fit, and Estupinian. Now, in this mm-hmm. setup, you can make Estupinian into Ake. You can make Edison into Steel. Um, so it's not as important who these players are. It is important that you get double Liverpool. Um, you get Man United defence. You get Man City and Brighton defence. Then in midfield, yeah. again, it's a five. So you've got your double Brighton midfielders. You've got Bruno Fernandes. You've got Salah and Grealish. This assumes Rashford isn't fit. If Rashford was fit, I don't know how you fit him. Maybe instead of Grealish, maybe instead of a second Brighton mid, although I don't see people doing that. Maybe instead of Bruno Fernandes. But this is the dilemma in Game Week 34, uh, where who do you fit in if you if you have a fit Rashford? And then for strikers, not a lot of strikers are sort of an option apart from Haaland because Tony doesn't double, Aston Villa doesn't double, um, Chelsea doesn't double as well. So, you know, Fulham double, but you're not going to pick Vinicius. Man United, there's no striker. You're not picking Weghorst. Maybe if Martial is fit and he's first on bench here. Um, again, from West Ham, that double, it's a, it's a horrible double. Man City away and Crystal Palace away. So you could maybe look at Antonio, but he doesn't. Ings, if he's, if he's nailed down the spot. Long story short, it's probably going to be a 4-5-1. And this is what the team looks like. So what are your thoughts on the free hit team? Yeah, I mean, there's um, other options that you can work around with in, in the defense and keeper. For example, you could go De Gea, for example, and and bring in a, a, a Stones or a City defender, defender that you like. In the midfield, I'm surprised like you had a hard time putting in Rashford. I would just... Um, automatically put him in whether... No, 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 this was assuming I made this before the injury update. So I was assuming, let's right, say right. he's out of game week 34. I mean, who no, would no, you no, put I'm Rashford saying... in for? Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I Like, regardless of who you put in for, 
he would definitely be in the starting lineup for me. Um, so I guess it would be for a Brighton midfielder. Um, and then up top, you've got the options of Darwin. If he becomes an option, maybe Jota becomes an option. I don't know. Maybe Ferguson's a left field punt. Um, so, um, yeah, fairly template. But I guess the advantage is that you'll have more information by the time you get to free hit 34. That'll be the key for game week 34. Basically, you'll be able to, while people are building towards this. So now let's talk about people who don't have a free hit in 34. I think they're pretty well set with three Brighton. They will have Salah in place. I mean, they will have to make a decision between selling Kane or not. And I think pretty much most people will make that decision that they want Salah for the double. They'll have Haaland. They'll have... They may not have a City defender because it'll be tough to sort of switch around that late without hits. I think it'll be tough, yeah. yeah. They may not have not Liverpool be, defense. Yeah. Uh, some could mm-hmm. get to Robertson or Trent, but it'll need a hit. But they will have a Man United defender, assuming Shaw is fit. They will have a Brighton defender. They will have a five midfield. I think five doubling midfield most people will get to, assuming Rashford is fit, and they will have Haaland. So I think the real upside is the City defence um, and maybe double Liverpool defence, which I would almost call them attackers, especially if you looked at Trent against Arsenal. So, Okay, so so for non-free hitter 34s, um, if, let's look at each transfer. Salah would be priority, right? But I'm saying from here till the game week 34, we've got a free hit 32 plus two other, maybe two transfers, three, three transfers. It would be solid priority. And then what would be your second priority? Liverpool defense or someone like Grealish? Obviously, there's a lot of factors here, right? The the fixtures leading up to it and, and this and that. But um, if you needed to bring in players from here till game week 34, who would it be uh, in order? Um, well... I think for sure Salah. Um, I think depending on Rashford's fitness, people may look at a second attacker from City. So Grealish could be an option. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from that, it, it, the third transfer can be what you can afford. So like for me, I might get to a Martial if Rashford is, is out easier than I can get to a Trent. But I can get to a Trent as well. Now, the yeah. one problem, by the way, for free hitters in Game Week 34, which I haven't talked about here is Newcastle are home to Southampton. Mm. So if you're sitting there and you're saying, I need to take a hit for Trent, right? Mm -hmm. But then that would mean that I have to bench Trippier at home to Southampton. That hit is not going to pay off. Yeah. And then if you also add the fact that, you know, you will also have uh, uh, Newcastle having a double very soon again, you're not going to sell Botman or your share or whoever you have as your second uh, Newcastle defense. So you will struggle to find space for Trent. Let's say in the template, you go Chilwell up to Trent. But as I said, you will you will then start Trent, uh, Shaw and Estupinian. But maybe you start Trippier as your, as, your, as your fourth defender instead of Robertson. So that's doable, but it'll need a hit. Or you just say, just chuck it. I'm going to start my double Newcastle defense and I, I, I'll just sort of go against the, the Liverpool defense who play Spurs and Fulham who are both reasonably attacking. And it's not like they've been rock solid defensively, uh, have, have Liverpool. So you could potentially look at maybe double Liverpool defense against double Newcastle defense Yeah, for non-free hitters. Yeah, it's sim- uh, there's a similar dilemma this week for, for Grealish buyers as well because you could easily play your Brighton players um, this week as well. So, yeah, interesting. Well, if 
it really depends on the team, right? So not everybody. So like I have, when we'll come to my bus team, I have Barnes who plays Man City. And if Rashford is also out, then Barnes to Grealish becomes a no-brainer. No-brainer, yeah. So because you, you, you want your fourth midfielder. If Rashford is fit to play Nottingham Forest, then you can just hold your transfer even. So so that that makes sense. And we'll come to our bus team and discuss our dilemmas because you've got Martinelli, who you'll obviously play. So you don't have to have Grealish this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So they, the, before we go through... So this path obviously then means that you keep your Arsenal longer. So we've gone through the pros and cons. There's another one, which is Game Week 37. And we've not put together a Game Week 37 team simply because... We don't know what we do, what we will know at that time, right? We don't know if no. if uh, Man City are in the final of the Champions League and Haaland gets you know basically is is treated with uh, cotton wool and Alvarez becomes an option for game week thirty seven. We don't know if Man United are through to the Champions, uh, you know, have secured a top four position and Rashford gets no minutes or or very limited minutes because they're still in the Europa League final. Uh, we don't know if Brighton sort of are on the beach by then, you know, because at at some point, you know, they given a disappointing loss against Spurs. The odds for them to qualify for the Champions League are getting lower and lower. Maybe they would have secured Europa League, and then there's not much to play for. Uh, so we don't know all this. So a game week 37 is like a wild card free hit, if you know what I mean. Like you know, you just take in the information at the time, and your strategy would until then would be simple. You keep your double triple Arsenal, and you believe in the fact that Arsenal will continue to do well in the, especially mm-hmm. in attack. You, ho- you load up on Liverpool as much as you can because Liverpool are, as we have seen in this video, are in free hits, triple free hit in 32 or in 34. So if you get Liverpool players for hits and you don't intend to free hit, you will have covered those players anyway. Then you basically sprinkle in some Newcastle players that you already have in Trippier um, and, and maybe add another defender. So... If you see where I'm going, you could easily hold your free hit if you're not free hitting in 32 for 37 instead of 34. <coughs> what do you think about that? Yeah, no, um, I agree. And I agree with it's so, too far away. <coughs> the only like legitimate argument I can make for free hit 37 compared to 32 and 34, I actually can't see the chart. <coughs> is, uh, the fact that at, by that time, we really have... Um, Information is very valuable, and and a lot of uh, sort of league state changes by by thirty seven. So um, the free hit in thirty seven could be an advantage there. I don't think the doubles are as enticing um, because there's only what four, and all the teams play each other, and and Chelsea, Man City, United, and Brighton are all involved. So uh, that pretty much eliminates one fixture out of out of the doubles. But um, at least you do have Man City and Brighton and United playing. So yeah, good point. Good point. I mean, you remember, I think you and I both free-hitted in Game Week 37 last year when um, Ings was yep. going mad, Richarlison was going mad, Madison did really well. Unpredictable. So, yeah, so yeah. It's, it, it does get unpredictable. And, and so theoretically, the more goals start to happen because yeah. some teams are just not in it. But this year could be different. I mean, there's about eight teams fighting for relegation. Maybe they're all sort of... It's very, very tight. So maybe it could be different in Game Week 37 this time. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's it. That's what we wanted to talk about. Today's agenda was simply to talk, you know, to talk through the free hit to sort of crystallize your plans. And the main reason for doing that is if you are free hitting in Game Week 32, you have to commit to making a transfer this week. You have to because you cannot roll your transfer and then free hit and because you lose one. So it's almost like you're forced into choosing a path this week 
Like, for example, people who are not free-hitting have to decide that we're going Haaland-less again. Or if they are free-hitting, then they have to get Haaland this week. Or they should get Haaland this week, given he'll be, again, I think, widely captained. So this is the week to decide your path. If you haven't committed already, and we wanted to sort of give you just some thinking points and your path to do that. Yeah. My bus team? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So I have at the moment Pope uh, in goal. I've, I'm playing Trippier, Chilwell, and Stupinian in defense. I've got March, Mitoma, Bruno Fernandes, and Rashford in midfield. And I've got Kane, Haaland, and Watkins up front. So. Obviously, the Shaw and, and Rashford injury is, is critical. If Shaw is fit, then I'd rather play him over, let's say, Stupinian. Um, if, uh, if Rashford is, in, is, is fit, then I don't need to make any transfers here. But as I mentioned, there is a transfer that you need to make. So it could be maybe Pope to Edison or I'm thinking Barnes to Grealish. So if, if Rashford and most likely Rashford will not be fit for this weekend... And if that is the case, then I'll do, I'll do Barnes to Grealish and then basically be set up and play Grealish and Haaland at home to Leicester um, and uh, and bench Rashford and Shaw and Botman. Uh, mm-hmm. Between Pope and Kepa, I think I'm I'm fairly set on, on Pope given how much better the Newcastle defence is versus Chelsea and how much better the attack for Brighton is compared to Villa. But... Mm-hmm. I think Newcastle away from home haven't been as solid, so I'm not that keen. But it is it is what it is. So so I, yeah, I think the Barnes to Grealish move is a, a no brainer, regardless of what happens, whatever happens, because you you, need, you do need to burn a transfer. But um, the one that you're itching to do is to get rid of Pope, correct? Not really. I mean, I'm okay to keep Pope because Pope has that double as well in game week 36, uh, okay. likely to have that double as well. So I don't have to. Like, I'd be happy to just do Barnes to Grealish and then just leave it. Mm. And how about Chilwell? I don't really have a defender I want for Chilwell yet. I mean, if I could do Chilwell to Trent for free, I would, but I can't. So mm. I don't think I can get to anybody else that I want for Chilwell. Chilwell is going to become Trent later, but not now. Yeah. Uh, okay. and, and that would be the thinking. So if you, pe- if you keep Pope and Kepa, you're just... Um, sorry to jump back on it, but... If you keep Pope and Kepa, you're just going to play one of them as a single fixture in 34? Pope is home to Southampton, yeah. I'm happy to play him. Okay, okay. Fair, fair. And for people who have Raya, he's home to Nottingham Forest. Oh, so, by the way, what's your what's your um, plan with Watkins? Are you just going to hold for foreseeable future? I mean, as long as the guy is in really good form, I don't think there's any reason to do anything with him. Uh, mm-hmm. But... After game week 32, I think he becomes a little bit more expendable. Um, mm-hmm. So we will see. I mean, if, if I need funds to make him into something else, then maybe. But I don't see, like I won't play him in game week 34 because I'll probably, if I get Martial um, for, um, let's say Rashford is out. And let's say if, if I have to get Martial, if I, if I get another d- attacker, um I can see myself playing Trippier as my fourth defender rather than than Watkins in game week 34. So I don't know how many weeks I'll actually start Watkins, but uh, at the moment he's scoring goals, so there's no issue keeping him. Yeah. Very interesting. So obviously lots to learn on, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Man United have to play the Europa League game, Chelsea have to play tomorrow. So we will see where we get to, but... uh, I think at the moment, that's my early plans. And we will know much more about Shaw and Rashford as well. Nice. All right, you go next. 
Okay. Um, I think pretty similar team. I've got uh, Kepa in goal, Trippier, Chilwell, Shaw. In the midfield, I've got Martinelli, Mitoma, Rashford, Bruno. Up top, Havertz, Haaland, Kane. On the bench right now, I've got Marsh, Botman, and Estupinan. Um, and Raya is my second keeper. So I have a lot of questions, actually, because um, I've been really thinking about this process. Um, so there's a couple things. I really like Grealish. I would love to have Grealish. But I'm very... And I love that I have Martinelli this week. I think it's fantastic that uh, he's doing well. But the Havertz one is really bugging me um, because it's just not... It's like one of those trend, uh, one of those players that's in my team that's not giving me any confidence anymore the past, I, I would say, two, three weeks. But I've had, you know, issues to deal with and, and hits I didn't want to take. Um, and to be honest, like once Walken scored this week in the 94th minute and Havertz blanked, like I sort of like didn't expect that to happen, but expected that to happen, if you know what I mean. And thankfully, Martinelli made up for the points. But um, I'm just not confident moving forward with Havertz. But I also do want Grealish. So um that's kind of the situation I'm in. And I'm happy to play Marsh in, in, instead of Rashford, for example, if Mar- Rashford is out. Um, and I'm okay <coughs> to play to pin on instead of Shaw if Shaw is out or even Bauman. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, that's why I was asking about Havertz uh, because. What would you do with him? So let's I, say, I let's say yeah. you play Rashford, you play Marsh instead of Rashford, and you play Botman or Estupinian instead of Shaw, you still have to start Havertz. I know, I know. So it would be Havertz to somebody else this week. Who though? I know, exactly. I mean, if you want to be aggressive, Jesus. I mean, I was thinking about him. I was thinking about going to Watkins, to be honest. I mean, Watkins owners are not going to play Watkins a lot more in the future. I mean, let me open his um, uh, his fixtures. Game week th- so for free hit 32, right? Um, mm. He plays Newcastle at home. Okay, Fulham at home is a good one. Game week 33. 33, yeah. Man United away. Game week 34. You're not going to play him because that's a double game week. Wolves yeah. away in game week 35. Okay, people will play him. Uh, game week 36. Brighton at home. Single game week. I think people will start to offload. And then game week 37. Um, 36 is Tottenham, no? Oh, yeah. 36 is Tottenham. So, people will start yeah. to offload him after game week 35. Tottenham so, basically getting him for... You're basically getting him for Fulham at home, Man United away, Wolves away. Yeah. Mitrovic, if I had Mitrovic, I would go for him. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Um, so there's not a lot there if you wanted to... I mean, there's an argument to be made to just suck it up, play play Havertz again. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's where I'll end up. If I wanted to go for Grealish, who, who would the transfer out be? Not straightforward. Not straightforward, right? Like, definitely don't want to sell Martinelli this week. No. I mean, I think it's more of a FOMO that you're getting with Grealish. Martinelli is as good as an option as, as Grealish. I mean, just because no, he's no, done no. well in I, the last... I, I think I, I'm not comparing Martinelli to Grealish. I, I think I, li- I really like Grealish. So, I like both. But Martinelli's, uh, you know, he's in his own category right now. I'm lucky to be ha- uh, have him this week. But, you know, again, because I'm on the free hit 32 plan, doesn't make sense to get rid of the Brighton players. 
doesn't make sense to get rid of Rashford and Fernandez. I mean, if if Ten Hag is vague about Rashford, you could sell. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe. But then my question is, who do you get Salah for? Let's say you have Grealish, Bruno, double Brighton for Martinelli, and then when will you get Rashford? Yeah. I know, I know. It's complicated. There's six players people want in midfield. Yeah. All right, fine. So if I didn't go Grealish, who would my transfer be here? A defender? Anyways, many days to think about it. I mean, you could get Edison for Raya. You could get Havertz to someone else, like Jesus or Watkins. I think those would be the two options. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see where the Rashford news ends up. Um, one other thing you could do, you could sell a Stupinian. I mean, let's say if you're in a situation where everybody point, else yeah. is fit. So then you have even the option, you leave yourself the option ahead of game week 36 to get the third Brighton mid. Yeah. I mean, I could also do... Hmm, Chilwell out? Could do. I Chilwell don't think to Liverpool, Trent, um, Chelsea is a priority. But you can't do Chilwell to Trent, can you? Yeah, I can. That's an option. Yeah. Nice. Let's see. Let's see where we end up. Okay. Excellent. So that's it for this week. Um, We have managed. I don't know how well this has turned out. If there's some lags in the video, I apologize. This is my laptop and it's not the fastest. So we'll be back to normal service from next week when Andy's back in Korea. But Mm -hmm. until then, thank you very much for tuning in and for all the love that we've got on Twitter and otherwise from all of you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh, And again, uh, apologies for the lag this week. Thanks, guys. Bye.